everyone and welcome to Telephone Talk with Kiki and I am your host Kasisha aka Kiki and today we're going to talk about unequally yoked relationships. I do have an icebreaker question before I dive into this conversation but feel free to even reach out and tell me your answer for the question as well. So the question is what is one thing you want people to know about being your friend? And I think for me, I want people to know that they're never alone. Like, whenever you need me, you can call me. I'm just a phone call away. Um, Don't be concerned about waking me up because I'm not going to hear my phone anyway. But you can call me (laughs) and I will get back to your phone call. Um, I'm always the friend always willing to return phone calls. I know that. You know, um, some people don't like to return phone calls, and I'm not that person. I always return phone calls. So what does the term unequally yoked mean? I know that the term unequally yoked is thrown around a lot, especially in church. Everyone's talking about it, Um, but when I first encountered the phrase, I was reading 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 and Apostle Paul was talking to the Corinthians saying do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness I have to admit years ago I did not know what Paul meant to be unequally yoked and I just looked it up typed in a little Google search And I was like, what is unequally yoked? And in my search, I learned that the phrase is actually used regarding oxen or ox. Uh, The definition I read said, quote, a yoke is a wooden bar that joins two oxen to each other and to the burden they pull. An unequally yoked team has one stronger ox and one weaker and one taller and one shorter. The weaker or the shorter ox would walk more slowly than the taller, stronger one, causing the load to go around in circles. When oxen are unequally yoked, they cannot perform the task set before them. Instead of working together, they work in odds with one another. So reflect on your relationships today. Do you think you share relations with people that are toxic or distract you from becoming a better person? Or can you identify people in the past, maybe, that were just going in a different direction than you in life? Or maybe you were the toxic person and you were the one going in the different direction than they were. And not all unequally yoked relationships have a toxic nature. A lot of them do, but not all. We learn that unequally yoked relationships are basically relationships slash friendships, whatever you want to tell your relations, in which two people are in opposition to one another. And it can be in their beliefs or in their lifestyles or both. Even if you don't recognize Jesus Christ as Lord, you can still recognize relationships in your life where you just have different mindsets than some people and just different outlooks of life. And unequally yoked relationships are not just romantic relationships, as I've said. They can be platonic as well. You may not see the person as a friend. They simply can just be an acquaintance. And I've realized 
off topic that I have, I do have a lot of quite, I have a lot of acquaintances and I do friends, but the close friends I do have, I cherish. But anyway, whether or not the people you're in your circle are your boyfriend, girlfriend, acquaintance, friend, whatever, they still have the same impact or they can still have the same impact really. Please feel free to open up your Bible and follow along in uh, the verse as well. Um, so after I read Corinthians, all I could think about is Paul <laughs> basically comparing us to ox going around in circles when we're in unequally yoked relationships. And I had a lot of questions after that. I was like, so does that mean I can't have friends that follow different gods? Or like, do I have to stop being friends with some of my friends? Oh, so I can't date the really nice unbeliever? And Paul is warning the church because he knows the impact it would have in their walk with God. And it also might be confusing for your friends that may be unbelievers if you live the same lifestyle as them. They're probably looking at you like, aren't you Christian? Why do you do the same things we do? How are you any different from us? You party like us. You speak like us. You dress like us. You listen to the same music we listen to. You fornicate just like us. We pretty much live the same lifestyle. So what's so different about being Christian? And I I remember this guy I was dating. He would basically tell me, like, I know who you are and I know who you're your actions are not lining up with who you are and what you believe he wasn't devoted to his faith either but his words still had weight okay uh he identified my error you know the errors in my ways and the red flags within friendships that he saw that I was having not too long ago I feel like my friend and I talked about how even Christians can be unequally yoked with other Christians And I really had to sit and ponder what it looks like for Christians to be unequally yoked with other Christians. Like, don't we have the same beliefs? Why would we be unequally yoked? Then I thought, oh my goodness, if I chose to be in a relationship with someone who was Mormon or Jehovah's Witness, that is an unequally yoked relationship because we have different beliefs. And it also reminded me of uh, another verse. It's in Amos... Uh, chapter 3 verse 3 it states can two walk together unless they are in agreement and there are dangers in joining yourself with someone of a different belief system than you yes they're Christian but they have different beliefs it's a verse I actually think about quite often and it's okay to not agree on every single thing when you're dealing with um, people but Even with my friends, we don't 100% agree on every little thing, but we do agree on the fundamentals of our faith, which is important. When Jesus ate and spoke to sinners, he was criticized, and the Pharisees, which the Pharisees were very religious people who thought all was well with them just because they followed the commands, aka the law to the T, they didn't recognize the the conditions of their hearts they were just by the book rule followers anyway they thought that Jesus communication with people that were religious was inappropriate and I I love getting to know people that are different than me different religions different cultures different beliefs 
I'm the type of person who's interested in everyone's story, regardless of how different they are from me and their beliefs. And I feel like sometimes Christians make the mistake of casting people away that are different from them instead of getting to know who they are and why they are the way they are. I feel like we are called to love people and get to know the people God says to love. Like, I don't know why that's so hard for people sometimes. I do get it, but I don't get it. And when I say there are dangers in joining yourself with someone of a different belief system than you, that's true. That's what I believe. I feel like this goes for new believers and old believers. Old believers aren't as easily enticed by deception, but those who are sure that they're sure that they're sure that Jesus is who he says he is should know who they are and should not be persuaded by beliefs that contradict what the word of God says but life happens and that isn't always the case and 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 reminds us that if you think you are standing firm be careful that you don't fall both old believers and new believers should be guarded and pray about the relationships in their lives I think that you should think about the people in your life and ask yourself, are they your friend, your partner, are they meant to be your acquaintance, or are they just a pacifier, meaning you have a purpose in their life for a short season, a short 10 minutes, short 30 minutes, an hour. Sometimes people in our lives are in our lives for a short season, and even though they are different from you when you may have an unequal yoked situation going on um, God has placed you in their life in that season for a specific reason and that's something you have to ask God about and seek him for understanding of why that person was in your life or the person's in your life if you're currently going through um a situation where you feel like I don't know if I should be friends with this person it's wise of you to ask God to show you like what you should do in your specific situation so I'm just going to talk about a couple of dangers of being in unequally yoked relations the first one is that you may fall into temptation So like if you have moved on from a lifestyle, let's say maybe you used to smoke or used to drink or curse or starve yourself or gossip, you've moved on from that lifestyle, but yet you're hanging around all of that, you're more likely to join in on it. It's just, it's just a lot of temptation there for you, like... You can't really expect to be around the same environment that you struggled in. And if you are someone that is in a toxic environment and you're just in a rut, I do pray that the Lord sees you through and that he helps you and encourages you or sends people to encourage you to um, let go of that. Let go go of those old old habits, old behaviors. And um, yes, that is my prayer for you. And then the second danger is syncretism. And syncretism is more of like a new age type of get down 
Um, it's basically like combining different morals or viewpoints or views or morals, religions, whatever you want to call it, and putting it together. Um, for example, thinking that all gods lead you to heaven or I don't know if that's the best example but I encourage you to look up syncretism Um, but that's basically what that is and maybe asking what in the world syncretism has to do with unequally yoked relations but it's more in terms of like you know, having friends or acquaintances, whatever you want to call your relationship peoples, um, with people that are combining, you know, different morals, religions together, and it might be very enticing for you. And it's just tempting. It's tempting. Syncretism is tempting because it looks good, sounds good. But it's not. It's not the word of God. So if it's, it's not the word, it ain't good. Um, but that's not to say that the morals in some of religions aren't good. It's just it's not the word of God. So it's not a firm foundation that believers or Christians should be standing on. Imagine being a new believer, trying to get close to God, trying to read your Bible every day, and keeping the same friends or the same family members around you that are just very negative speaking or just not encouraging or not a fan of you starting your new journey and your new walk with God imagine how draining that must be not saying you just get rid of all those people in your life but at some point you have to talk to God about about those people and ask him what he needs you to do in that season of your life so that you can grow But it's important to recognize when you're in an unequally yoked relation or relationship. Is that person helping you grow? Are you helping that other person to grow in Christ? Or are you a hindrance? Because that some point I'm sure we've all been hindrances but it's an important question to ask yourself and to reflect with God and ask him what you should do in those instances where you find yourself in unequally yoked relations Sometimes as Christians, we are comfortable with just our little group of Christian friends, and we're comfortable in that, but we have to realize that that's not, that's not 
realistic. Like, you can't, you're just, like, preaching to the choir. Like, yes, we encourage each other, but we should encourage those that don't have God in their lives. They don't have hope. They don't have people who love them. We should be loving on all those other people and giving hope to those people and sharing the love of God with those people, not sitting in a bubble, kumbayaing, preaching to each other in a choir. Yes, you, you do encourage one another. Don't get it twisted. That's important. But we shouldn't cast away others that are different from us. We should be loving on them in spirit and in truth. And yes, we're talking about unequally yoked relations, but there's no way to love on others if you're not going to get to know other people. And that's just how I see it. Sometimes as Christians, we can be way too quick to dismiss people because they look different than us, like I've I've known people that just look at people and be like that's not that's not Christian. He's rapping. I mean, did you listen to the words? Or someone that may have a lot of tattoos on them. Oh, that's not Christian. He has too many tattoos. Like, so quick to dismiss people. And it's so sad. Because God's looking at the heart of people. And you're over here judging people. Because they're rapping instead of singing gospel music. Or they're, they have tattoos on them that they got before they were Christian. Or maybe they got the tattoos after they were Christian. But that has nothing to do with their heart and their love of God I think we get it twisted and think that Christians are supposed to look a certain way, sound a certain way and maybe off topic a little bit but Leo means you don't have the same purpose you don't have the same goals has nothing to do with oh she likes baseball and I like basketball she believes in wearing earrings and I don't believe in wearing earrings she eats pork and I don't eat pork it's not that it's not that that's the very superficial things of unequally yoked relations we're talking about fundamental things like she believes in multiple gods and I believe in one God. Stuff like that. And thank you for listening to the Telephone Talk with Kiki. If you like what you heard today, please share and leave a review.